Welcome, beautiful ladies, to the Social Climbing Mom. This show is for all moms, whether married, unmarried, widowed, or divorced. In all situations, you are a woman with children looking to provide a better future for herself, your children, and grandchildren. Social climbing is a maneuver. It's a maneuver that helps you achieve a higher socioeconomic status or position in your community. Now, for the married women, it is perfectly normal to rely on your husband for financial stability. However, your reputation and your rapport with higher level people is up to you. Divorces happen and unfortunately, husbands pass away. When this happens, have you assured your ability to maintain your husband's net worth or network? Have you positioned yourself to remarry? You can accomplish this without usurping your husband's position as the head of the household, company, or community. Social climbing benefits everyone in your family. For the unmarried, divorced, and widowed and or widowed moms, you must only interact or date with men who value family and social climbing. You can easily discover this if you discuss organizations or activities that are outside of his work that he's committed to. He can be a possible connection into organizations for yourself. Now for today, we will be talking about developing your strategy. Where do you start? Well, I've broken down into four parts so that you have somewhere to start. This is going to be part one of it. One, know where you're going. When you say you want a social climb, what does that actually mean? What, where are you looking to go? What lifestyle are you looking to live? Where do you want to send your kids to school? What do your weekends look like? Where do you spend your free time? I want you to get a pen and paper and on one side, describe and define the life that you're trying to accomplish through social climbing. And on the other side, describe what you're willing to sacrifice to achieve those things. This brings your journey into reality, into focus. So you understand that in order to achieve that success, you must sacrifice something. To be candid for myself, um, my physical image is something that is important to me in this journey because I understand that the level that I want to be at socioeconomically um, has a certain image attached to it. And right now, I am writing down my sacrifices that I have to make in order to achieve that. That could be how I dress, my weight, um, how much money I spend on grooming, things like that you need to uh, think about. You get one by sacrificing something else. Make that clear to yourself. And then as you go through your journey, the sacrifices will no longer look like sacrifices. They will just look like excuses, bad habits, things that you held onto that were actually keeping you from achieving your goals. Now, number two, I want you to write down all your resources. That is people, institutions, geographic locations, all the things that you have at your disposal that are going to help you get to the next level. This is key because you have to know what's in your hand, what do you have available to actually achieve this goal that you want. Um, it could be something as simple as good Wi-Fi in your house because we're in the time of Corona. 
Um, it could be having a an available grandmother uh, or mother-in-law that's willing to watch the kids. All these things are important. Now, for the third part, I want you to do a SWOT analysis on yourself. SWOT analysis are, are typically done on businesses. It looks at your strength, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. I want you to do a SWOT analysis on you. Your strengths could be that you're a good bookkeeper or you're good at baking. Um, people love talking to you or you're attractive. Those are strengths. Weaknesses could be that you're a single mom or you have a small network or you are insecure in uh, social settings. That's a weakness. Then you can look at opportunities. You have a uncle that's in an elite organization. Your husband or you work at a great firm that has volunteer opportunities. Uh, your college has a vibrant, active alumni association. Those are opportunities for you to social climb. Now, thinking of threats, threats can be internal or external. You can have a, a drug addicted family member or friends that uh, are not on your level when it comes to etiquette. So you may not necessarily want to bring them around to certain social events. Um, you're going to have to go up by yourself. Um, you could possibly have uh, incriminating evidence out there about you. There are several women out there that have naked pictures um, or you know, videos of themselves out there. That could be a threat to your social climbing. Um, just a side note, I was watching uh, an episode of the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders recruitment. It's like America's Next Top Model, but for Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders. And there was this lovely young lady. She had made it through all the auditions. She was going through the process. She was in the boot camp, doing really well. And the coaches had pulled her into the office and they showed her pictures, naked pictures of her, that her ex-boyfriend had sent to everybody that she knows, um, trying to pretty much ruin her life. And they had said to her, well, you're the one who took these pictures. Um, and this doesn't represent um, what, this doesn't represent the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. So they kicked her off. And it wasn't because she was a bad dancer or rude or mean. It was because of the fact that she had made a mistake in her past and it had caught up with her. So those things are threats. Those are things that you need to be aware of. Um, women come from all walks of life. So just be very clear about um, your past, your reputation, um, how people who are on your level, who are currently in your social circle now, how they perceive you, that could be a future threat. Um, now for number four, um, get help. We all need help um, when it comes to anything, really. Any level of success requires help. That help is going to come into the form of a therapist. We all need a therapist. We all need a therapist or a coach or a mentor or, or, and or um, in this journey and in life. You cannot achieve success in your job, as a wife, as a mother, um, in anything without help. So get help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, I think the first kind of help is that people should get is as a therapist. I really think that's important because some people underestimate how much we self-sabotage because they're things that we have not dealt with. We think a lot of times that success or social climbing comes from knowing the right people, but 
when you do the work, you'll realize that you have met and been in interactions with the right people and had opportunities, but you blew it because there are things going on internally that you did not deal with. So um, I highly recommend people getting um, a therapist. It could be a psychologist, a psychiatrist, get that help, dig in, find out what's going on with you um, so that when you create this uh, plan for yourself, um, you're not setting yourself up for failure. So two more parts to this. I actually was going to split into two parts, but I think I can squeeze this in. Um, something that people really underestimate in this journey is childcare. Um, as a mom, you need to get childcare. Um, I know it's difficult at times, but create a strategy to get childcare. If before you can start this journey, um, uh, you need to start focusing on childcare, do that get steady childcare, whether that's a good babysitter, a well-vetted babysitter. We can have another show on how to vet your babysitter, how to find a good babysitter. Um, If you guys want that, definitely comment below. Um, But you need to get childcare. You need to have a schedule set up for um, somebody to uh, take over some of your, your, your role, because this is a, this is like another job, social climbing. It's not like a one and done kind of thing. You need to make connections, but then nurture those connections as well. And that takes time that requires you having, um, childcare because you're a mom. Um, you create the schedule like ahead of time. This is particularly what I do. Um, I would give my, my babysitter, um, a month's worth of dates and times that I would need her. Um, and that way I know ahead of time I have childcare. And I also let a family friend know uh, those dates and times so that in the case that my babysitter cannot make it, they're aware that, hey, um, I may need your help on these days. Um, if you are if you are married, you maybe want to work things out with your husband so that she can also help give you time. Um, if you're co-parenting, the same thing. You would really want to, um, you don't have to tell them, well, if you're not married to them, you don't necessarily have to tell them why you're doing this. Um, if you are married, I would definitely let them know this is part of your journey and these things that you want to focus on. Um, getting to know people on a higher level um, and see how they can help you out with that. Once you've created that schedule um, for knowing uh, uh, when you need the childcare, you also want to schedule time with your child. So childcare is not just simply getting the babysitter. You want in this as you go th- through this journey that you don't want your kids to feel neglected. So schedule time to just spend one-on-one with your kid, like going out for ice cream or just sitting and having just one-on-one time, going shopping with them for whatever it is that they want. Um, you know, schedule that in as well. You know, so. One, you are making sure you have quality time with your child. You're getting to know your child, but you also are teaching your kids that mommy is not always available. I love you. You're important to me. You are a part of my world. You are a part. I'm sorry. You are a part of my world, um, but you are not my world. I have other things to, to, to focus on as well, because I'm a human being. I am a woman before I'm a mother. Um, and you, you are able to subconsciously teach your children this by creating, being structured in how you do things where you're making time for them, but you're also making time for yourself. Another thing that you need to schedule is self-care. This is something that moms are moms are the archetype of sloppy Um, moms are known for not taking care of themselves moms are known for always being busy and frazzled and um and just not putting themselves first putting their 
self-care first. Um, and people just say, well, oh, of course you don't have time to do this. Of course you don't have time to do that because you're a mom. And there's always this excuse, um, oh, because you're a mom. But when you evaluate moms that are on a higher socioeconomic status, you realize that they have learned how to prioritize their self-care and that everybody who's a part of their life respects that they have a self-care calendar, they have a self-care schedule, that in order for um, everybody to be happy, mommy needs to be happy. And it's not that your family needs to make you happy, you as the mother who's doing a lot, you have to be brave enough to establish boundaries so that you can be a good wife, so that you can be a good mother. You have to establish those boundaries and it's gonna be uncomfortable at first if you're not accustomed to doing this, but you have to do this because people on a higher socioeconomic status and position do this all the time. This is their norm. So you have to start practicing this for yourself. And the other part of this, the calendar is a social calendar. The social calendar has about four different parts. Um, the first part is a, is a cultural events. You should be scheduling cultural, at least one cultural event per month um, or every other month. Um, I prefer once a month so that like things like art exhibits or going to the museum, um, something that you can go to, that you can meet other people, um, and also just build your personality. Moms are also known for not really having too much of personality. All they talk about is their kids. And that's because they don't really get to do anything. They go from uh, from school to work to home to there's, there's this every part of a mother's life, a typical mother's life um, is about their kids. Um, this is normal in the beginning when your kids are young, but at some point you have to go back to being a person because People want to hear more about you than just your kids. They will be an important factor in this journey, and that'll be another um, show, but you definitely need to have more to talk about, and this is where the social calendar comes in. So you have one, cultural events, two, business events. You should be going to finance events, real estate events, um, just events that may be in your field or things that you're interested in that are business-related to meet people. You're going to meet wives, you're going to other wives, you're going to meet um, other women, um, men who are trying to build themselves financially, and you're going you want to be within those circles. So you have to go to those events in order to network. Um, then the other event you should do is fun. Go do something fun. I don't care what it is. Like for me, I like going to amusement parks. Um, that is like my guilty pleasure. I don't do it often, but you should try to find something that's just for you, like a Dave and Buster's. Go, go have fun once a month. Go have fun. You'll be surprised. Go play pool. Go to uh, one of those bourbon tasting. Do something fun or new. Fun and new would be good. Um, something you've never tried before. And last but not least, sport events. You may not be able to do it every single month, but you need to look at the calendar of sport events. Um, things like uh, polo, um, uh, what is it? horse racing, uh, baseball, 
you want to look at the calendar of events um, that are out there uh, and you need to attend those things. Now, the thing about sport events is that it brings out all socioeconomic statuses. So it's not about just the event itself, it's where, what type of ticket you're getting. So if you have to save money for a particular um, box seat, I would rather you do that than to be in a nosebleeder seat and you're really not able to network with anybody. Um, you want to be where uh, people of a higher status are and you want to make that regular that you're in those rooms and sometimes it's not necessarily about at least in the beginning it's not necessarily about meeting people it could be just making this a part of your life you have to change how you're living your life what things that you do your habits um before you can really get into the circle. Make it normal that this is what you do, that once a month you go to a culture event, once a month you go to a business event. Make this normal. When you make this normal, you won't feel uncomfortable with the next stage, which is networking, because you're used to being there. This is this is your norm. So that's pretty much it for developing your strategy. Um, we talked about know where you're going. Write down and describe where it is you're trying to go, and then write down the things that you're willing to sacrifice in order to get there. Uh, Two, write down your resources. What do you have at your disposal that is going to help you get to that next level? Three, SWOT analysis. Um, Break down who you are in terms of your strengths, your weakness, your opportunities, and threats. And four, get help. Please, guys, you cannot do this on your own. Be careful, of course, who you have joined you on this journey, but definitely get help. Get a therapist, get a coach, get a mentor, take an etiquette course. Definitely something that people overlook is taking etiquette courses. That is getting help so that you are refined when you get to these events, when you get to these galas. You want to uh, work on that. You want to look like you were born in the class that you're striving to um, uh, live in versus that you're trying to, you look like somebody climbing into it. You want to look like you belong. So definitely take an etiquette course. Um, What was the other parts? Uh, We talked about childcare. Childcare, create a childcare schedule. This can include their school schedule um, as well, but create a childcare schedule when somebody else will be helping you um, uh, nurture this child and watching them and also in that same schedule put time with your child one-on-one time with your child really schedule that out uh, especially for stay-at-home moms stay-at-home moms really don't take the time to create this type of schedule um, and it definitely hurts you when it comes to your social network um, also create a self-care calendar like Every other week, I'm going to get a, a, a callus remover pedicure, uh, or every week I'm going to make sure I do get my eyebrows done. Whatever it may be, have a self care calendar, um, and also have a social calendar as well. And the social calendar should comprise of cultural events, or activities, business, fun, and sports. I hope this was helpful. I hope this added to your thought process and gave you a breakdown to how to approach social climbing. Um, Take your time, uh, but don't procrastinate. Uh, I I will repeat this again. I think the biggest things to take away from this is childcare. If you have to put social climbing to the side and work on how you're gonna uh, focus on childcare, do that. 
So you want to make sure your child is in a safe, happy, loving environment and you have a system so that you can plan on a social calendar based on your child care calendar. Um, definitely take some etiquette courses and please get help. Don't be afraid to get help. Um, if you feel like you need to get a coach or a mentor or a therapist before you even start this journey, I think that that would be smart because that's you actually being honest with yourself and what it takes to actually be successful. I am so happy that you beautiful ladies joined me at the Social Climbing Mom show. And um, please comment below if there's other things that you want me to talk about or if you have other tips for social climbing, whether it be books that you should be reading, um, other events that you should go to, things to be aware of. I love to hear from people who have actually achieved social climbing. Um, uh, I really like hearing, especially moms, because that is something that's not talked about about um pretty much when i see typical social climbing uh videos or books they don't necessarily talk about moms too much um and the hurdles that we have to go through on a day-to-day basis um so definitely comment below i'd love to hear from you thank you for stopping by